Very good. It's exciting when these kids are are uh, saying the books of the Bible like that when most of us sitting out here know that we couldn't do it. <laughs> but I would encourage you to go and grab Jody's husband and let him know that you're ready to do it and then he'll tell her and we'll get this done. <laughs> and you get a Tim's card, which is what you would want. If you look on the inside of the bulletin on the middle section, you will see uh, an announcement about transformational church survey. The elders and staff have been looking for a while trying to find a tool that we thought might really benefit our analysis of our own church so that we can kind of look at ourselves and see how well we're doing in various areas. And we think that this transformational church survey is a way for us to do that. It's very easy for you to do. You follow the instructions that are listed there in the bulletin. And I've done this. It works. You can get online. It takes about 15 minutes. It's self-explanatory. Uh, you do have to write at the beginning. You have to, to kind of um, create an account. But after that, it's very easy to do. And I just want to encourage you to do it. We certainly want people to do it by uh, the 10th of December or so, but, and we're going to really push between November 10th and December 10th to make sure it happens. But you can start now. There's no reason why that survey can't be uh, entered into right now. You can log on, create your account, and do it. And as I said, it only takes about 15 minutes, and then we'll have information uh, that will go into a database, and we can easily uh, access that. And I'm looking forward to the results, and it will help us to, to hopefully be all the more better the church that God wants us to be. I also wanted to mention on November 19th, there is an international potluck. If you are from Canada, like if you're a native Canadian, then you can bring some native Canadian food. You'd want to bring, bring back bacon or something like that. Yeah, you could bring the Nanaimo bars. And then if you're some, from someplace else, please bring something associated with, uh, with your country of origin. That would be great. And then I wanted to mention something that happened this week. On Wednesday, you know, we have our luncheon for the guys. And on Wednesday, one of the guys that was there that we've actually talked to you before about and sometimes comes to our assembly, a guy named Leonard, was there for our luncheon. And Leonard stuck around and talked to me for quite a while afterwards just about his, his life and where he's at and how he's doing. And um, Leonard's interesting. And I think... Like if you know anything about alcohol and the way that it affects a person's, affects a person's thinking, like Leonard, Leonard does best when he's had a few beers. And when I say best, I mean he's, he has the ability to be more honest. He actually is a little bit more lucid, uh, when he's had a few beers. Now I think later on, when he gets over his alcoholism, he's gonna do way better, uh, when he's not got some alcohol in his system. But for right now, because he's an addict, that's the way it works. So he had a couple of beers and not at the church, but <laughs> not, not during lunch, <laughs> but before he came. And so we were talking. Yeah, he and I put a few one back, a few back. But no. um, so we were, he and I talked for quite a while and we decided that he was going to go to, to detox and to rehab. So we actually uh, afforded him that opportunity. We gave him an opportunity to actually sleep in the building on uh, Wednesday night so that I could come here early in the morning and get him and take him to detox, which I did. So I, I picked him up here uh, on uh, Thursday morning early. We went to detox, and he didn't get in. Uh, th there was about 13 beds available, or sorry, there were six beds available and 13 people wanting to get in, and Leonard was not one of those who got in. So... 
wasn't sure what to do with all of that. I brought him back into this area of the city and he, um, uh, he went drinking again. But then he showed up here on Thursday night after my life group here at the building or right at the end of our life group and wanted to give it a try again. So we kind of set that all up again. I came down here early on Friday morning to get him again, woke him up and he bolted. He left. He was really sober uh, that morning, uh, as sober as I've ever seen him, and, and he just couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle the pressure. He couldn't handle, I think, the, the prospects of perhaps not getting into detox. I'm sure he couldn't handle just the next couple of hours without another drink. There were a lot of things that were going on in his life, I'm sure, right then, and he left. And he, uh, he left without telling me or anything. I was in my office, and I thought he'd gone to the washroom. I was getting ready to take him to detox, and I looked around the building. He was gone. So I, I say all that to say, Leonard is a guy right now who not only has the whole alcoholism problem that he has, which is so uh, difficult for him, but then also now he's faced with having at some point to see me, knowing that or thinking that he let me down, thinking that he ran out on me and all those kinds of things. I'm sure his self-esteem is even lower than it was prior to this event. And we just need to be praying for Leonard and ask God to bless him. He... He, is, uh, he has been as serious in thinking about these things as anybody that we've been working with, um, but his alcoholism has such a grip on his life that it's difficult for him to, to make any kind of, of real solid decision. So please uh, be praying for him, and we'll see what we can do to maybe still bless and benefit uh, Leonard's life. Let's pray. Lord, I pray that you would watch over us and bless us as we're here this morning fellowshipping and encouraging one another. And then there are those, Father, whom we love, like Leonard, who are not here this morning, and we'd ask that you'd bless him. Help him, God, to reach a point in his life where he can, in fact, make the kind of decision that he needs to make. Give him the strength to do so. Uh, help him to know that we love him. And we just pray that his life would conform to your will. Through Jesus we pray. Amen. So this morning is different than what we have been going through in the last little while. We've been doing a study on prayer for quite some time now. And this morning, we're not going to study prayer. We're not going to just talk about prayer. We're going to talk about what we're going to do about prayer. And what I mean is, is that we're going to talk this morning about committing ourselves to prayer. And I don't mean that I'm just encouraging you to commit yourselves to prayer. What I mean is that we're going to take some very specific actions in our church over the last couple of months to become the kind of praying church that God wants us to be. And so what we're going to do is have a concentrated season of congregational prayer in our church. It's going to last basically the months of November and December. And we're asking that you would do a couple of things in light of this special time. Who? Well, it's our church. We're going to do this. And we're hoping that everybody is going to do it. We'd love to have everyone say, yes, I'm going to commit to this time of prayer. Two months, and it's not that much to ask. So I hope we can do this, and I think that God is going to bless us in the process. When? As I said, November 1st through December 31st, 2017. So we'll start here in just a few days. And I hope that you can get your heart and life devoted to this idea of spending some time in prayer over the next couple of months. Why? Well, to express to God our thanks and praise 
and to seek his blessings. But of course, we could go into a, a larger explanation about why we need to spend this time in prayer. But I think that's what all of our lessons have been about for the last little while. So we're talking specifically about prayer, devoting ourselves to prayer, and we want very much for God to bless us in the course of it. How? Through individual prayer plans, which I'm going to explain in just a moment, and through specific times of group prayers. So we are going to have a couple of times when we're actually going to ask the whole church to get together on Sunday nights and to pray. We hope that you'll be willing to do so, and, um, and I think God's going to bless us richly through this exercise. Step one for committing ourselves to prayer. Make a decision to participate with your fellow Christians in our season of committing ourselves to prayer. And of course, this, this is probably the most important thing that you could do right now as far as your life and involvement with our congregation, at least as far as I'm concerned. We have service that we render, we have money that we give, we have lots of things that we do as a church family, and you're involved in giving yourself to the Lord through our church family in various ways. But I don't know if there's anything that you could do right now as significant as spend a good deal of time in prayer, joined with the rest of your brothers and sisters in our church, giving ourselves to focus on, lo- on the Lord and His will for us, and asking him to bless us. And so I would encourage you this morning, as you think about all of this, to say, yeah, I can do this. I will participate in our committing ourselves to prayer exercise for the months of November and December. And I guarantee you that if you make this commitment, that God is not only going to bless you, but he's going to bless our church because of the the, uh, decision that you made to give yourself to this exercise. Step number two. Determine when you can, on a daily basis, consistently spend 15 minutes in prayer beginning November 1st, okay? So determine when you can do this, on a daily basis, consistently pray for 15 minutes. And I know for some of you think, well, 15 minutes, I'm a really busy person, I don't have it. But I think you do. I think somewhere in your day, you're going to have 15 minutes to spend in prayer, focus to the Lord. And I, I know that for some of us, that's a lot to ask. Or is it? Really? Is it not possible for us to say, I have 15 minutes that I can spend with the Lord every day? I think you can. I think that we can. There's just no reason why the Lord and praying to Him should be the last thing that we allocate our time to. There's got to be something else in your life. If you're so busy that you don't have 15 minutes, there's got to be something else that you can push to the side and allow the Lord to enter and for us to spend some time with him. 15 minutes a day beginning November 1st through the months of November and December. Step number three, formulate your individual prayer plan. And this is not difficult. It's not, uh, it's not, onerous. It's just something that we need to do. I really encourage you to say, how am I going to do this? And to map out a plan. God, I think, will use that kind of planning. The Holy Spirit will use that kind of planning. If you take a few moments and decide, how is it that I'm going to devote myself to this and conduct this time of prayer? We're going to have a template up on the website that looks something like this. And I I don't expect you in any way to grasp this right now. 
Hope's taking a picture of it so she can type it in later and put it on the website, which is a good idea. Or I could just give you the PowerPoint. But here's some things that you could do in terms of spending this 15 minutes. Because some people I know, you start praying and you think, what am I going to pray about after the first three or four minutes? And this is, I think, a way for you to pray for 15 minutes pretty easily. Thank God for Jesus, for blessings and asking for the presence of a spirit in your life and prayer time. I'm thinking you have at least two minutes that you can give to that. Thank God for one particular person. Could be your spouse, could be your children, could be the preacher. Pray for him. He needs your help. Amen. And for that guy. Um, <laughs> this is really good. I like it. Okay. Uh, ask God to bless specific people like that guy. Ask God to bless specific ministries in our church. And there is a list of those that you can find. It's actually posted out here. But if you need me to send that list to you so that you can pray about our ministries, I could send that to you. Ask God to bring his kingdom's presence through our church's efforts. It's one of the main things that we focused on the last three years is a kingdom coming and our efforts toward the kingdom coming. <clears throat> and so we want that to happen. Um, ask God to bless our church's outreach efforts, which is something we specifically need to be praying for. Ask God to bless you in the specific ways in which you serve him. Ask God to bless your personal outreach efforts and ask God to bless our church and the global situation as we move into 2018. Like it's... Not by coincidence that we're doing this two months before the end of the year and as we move into another calendar year. And we certainly want to be ready for 2018 and this prayer focus is going to allow us to do so. Now obviously you don't have to follow specifically this. This is just an idea. As I said, it'll be on the website as a, a place for you to start. If you don't know how to spend 15 minutes in prayer, here's a way that you could easily spend 15 minutes in prayer. And by the way, if you add those up, I'm pretty sure it's 15. I sure hope it is, okay? Step number four. Mark your calendars for November 19th and December 17th at 6 p.m. as the Church of Christ group prayer evening. On those evenings, on November 19th and December 17th at 6 p.m. here at the building, we're going to ask as many people as can to come to the building and to do nothing but pray. We'll probably organize ourselves into groups that night. We'll have some collective prayer. Uh, we might have some individuals who lead the entire group in prayer. And it'll just be one more avenue for us to focus on in terms of our prayer life together. And I, when God's people gather to pray, it's just like in Acts chapter 1. Jesus left. What did the disciples start doing immediately? It says they constantly set themselves to prayer. And the outcome of that was Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. So I really hope that we can spend some corporate time in prayer, group time in prayer, and I'm believing that God will bless that time together, uh, as we, especially as we approach December 2000, or sorry, as we approach uh, 2018. God's going to bless us through that. So November 19th, December 17th, right now if you need to, I don't mind now, if you get your cameras or your uh, phones out and take a picture of this or put it into your calendars right now, and we'll have that group time together. Step number five. And this is kind of optional, but I certainly would encourage it. And that is set up and keep your prayer journal. Write down the kind of things that you pray about during your 15 minutes. Write down the kind of answers that God bless you with during those the time afterwards, after you've prayed. And I think if you do keep a prayer journal, not only will it be really neat to look back and see how God has answered those prayers over a period of time, 
but it may get you into the habit of doing something that would be really spiritually healthy for you to be doing anyway. So I really encourage you to keep up a prayer journal, set that up, keep it. Uh, you know, you can certainly pray without it, but I think you'll be blessed if you do this. Step number six, begin praying on November 1st as part of our committing ourselves to prayer. So we've committed ourselves to do it. We've set up our prayer journal. We're ready for the 19th uh, and the 17th or the 17th and the 19th and yeah, 19th and 17th. And and then please start praying 15 minutes a day as of November 1st, which is in three days, if I've done my math right, okay? And then finally, step seven, attend our special evening for sharing his blessings on Sunday, January 7th, 2018 at 6 p.m. And all the particulars of this evening are not planned yet, but watch for details about it. It wouldn't surprise me if we end up having a potluck that evening, if those who've been praying and coming to the group prayer sessions get together that night, share a meal together, and then talk specifically about the ways in which God has blessed us during our time of prayer. And indeed, I think that that's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to bless us richly. Now, you can decide, of course, not to enter in and participate in all of this. And I doubt if anybody's going to be checking up on you to see whether or not you did. But this is a great opportunity for us, church, to grow personally and as a congregation to become what God wants us to be. There's simply no better way for us to become more what God wants us to be than for us to spend this kind of time in prayer. Now, that's, that's all of it, ladies and gentlemen. That's the sum total here in terms of what we're going to try and do uh, in the next couple of months with reference to prayer. But in one sense, it's not the sum total at all because God is part of the picture. And when we as a church devote ourselves, a large percentage of us, to praying to God for 15 minutes a day, things are going to happen. You will not be the same person on December 31st that you were on November 1st if you pray for 15 minutes a day. Something drastic is going to change. We won't be the same church. God is going to bless us in significant ways. And our community, the one in which we're couched here, is not going to be the same either. Because God is going to be present. And he answers the prayers of his saints. We have a chance to see something significant take place because we decided to pray. Let's do that right now. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you so much for the privilege of talking to you. You're the creator of the universe. You're the, the force behind everything. You hold all of this together. And then you enter into our lives. You intercede because we pray. And it astounds us, God, that you, as the creator of all that there is, still come and listen and answer. But we believe that you do. And so we're looking forward, God, to seeing what you're going to do over the next couple of months as we spend time talking to you, praising you, thanking you, and making requests of you that we believe in all our hearts that you will grant. Help us to pray and to pray fervently for the next couple of months, God. And I pray many here would make the decision to participate in this. 
I pray these things this morning through Jesus. Amen. There we go. Let me add a, uh, an encouragement for a 16th minute of prayer. Uh, add a moment of silence to your prayers. On the front end or the back end, with a listening posture, uh, not rest, not hard thinking, uh, but just quiet, and uh, see how that changes our prayer experience. Tuesday is? It's the 500th anniversary of, anybody know the event? Yeah, Wittenberg, Martin Luther posting his 95 Theses on the All Saints Church in Wittenberg, which started the Reformation. Know your church history.